Just Curious. Welcome to Just Curious Media. This is Let's Talk Movies, and I'm Jason Connell. On the show today, I'm joined by special guest, Sal Rodriguez. Thank you, Jason. I'm excited to be on this episode, especially this episode. Yes, indeed. It's so happy. I'm so happy to have you here. And I love, love, love that t-shirt you're sporting tonight. Uh, this t-shirt has sentimental value for two reasons. One, because I'm happy to wear it for you today yeah. on this episode, which I'll show you. Oh my gosh. Yes. That looks like an official Five Nights at Freddy's t-shirt. Because today we're talking about Five Nights at Freddy's 2023 trailer just watched. Although your shirt probably references the game that was already on the market. That's correct, Jason. Five Nights at Freddy's, before it became a horror film, was a horror video game. Mm. And I have spoken to people that are video game aficionados, and they say the game was indeed actually scary or is actually scary. Wow. So we have a scary video game and this t-shirt... Sentimental for two reasons, forever after tonight, but before that, because this was from the tail end of Toys R Us. The last few weeks of Toys R Us, this t-shirt was on the shelf. So when I get this t-shirt on me, I think of Five Nights at Freddy's and I think of Toys R Us. That's awesome. And I know you have some figures, some collectibles. We're going to hold those because I figure it's a nice tie-in. I don't know if the figures from the game are necessarily the figures in the movie because I don't know anything about the game, but I'm assuming they are. And that'll be a good talking point because you have the figures. And there's another tie-in because this movie really harkens back to one of the documentaries that I produced, which we'll also talk about. And that is The Rockefeller Explosion. It came out in 2008. So there's some parallels. I didn't make a demonic documentary about these animatronic rock band that kills people. But there's some nostalgia, Sal. When I watched this trailer, I was like, oh my gosh, it just flooded in my mind. I couldn't help but think about the rock fire explosion. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I was telling you, Jason, do you remember, it was only like a few weeks ago and I said, you know what, rock of fire, yeah. I have yeah. a feeling rock of fire is going to blow up even more. It's going to come back around. Yeah. It's going to be more nostalgic. And I think Five Nights at Freddy's will help make that happen. It's true. It's true. So here's the poster for the movie we're talking about tonight. Pretty good poster. It also comes out today, literally today, October 27th, 2023. This episode will not drop today, but it comes out today. And we definitely want to see it. And if we enjoy it, we can come back and do a just watched episode. But this is just the trailer. Just kind of, you know, putting a little bit out there. We only know so much, right, Sal? But before we get into this, let me at least, I guess I could flip them around. But, so here's the synopsis for Five Nights at Freddy's. Here we go. A troubled security guard begins working at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. During his first night on the job, he realizes that the night shift won't be so easy to get through. Pretty soon, he will unveil what actually happened at Freddy's. Now, Sal, I also love that there's a pizza reference because that, again, ties this to the Rockefeller explosion. And let me bring that poster up for you. And you want to describe the first poster, Sal, before? Because people just listening, what's this Freddy's poster look like? Well, let me blow you up then. Blow me up, man. I'm going to blow you up. It looks like we have... Oh, reminiscent of the Terminator. We have right. our, our main characters, the evil animatronic, what, creatures, animals, with these red glowing eyes, right. much like a T-1000 
700 or T-1000. Like an assembly line of these guys, and they're just coming oh, out. Yeah. So now here's the Rocket Fire Explosion poster, which I helped design. And this movie, I'll read the synopsis, but you can kind of see there's an animatronic rock band all around the poster. Very colorful characters. Yeah. And not evil. Not <laughs> evil. Not evil. Although a young kid would be scared. Well, some people are scared of animatronics. Some people are scared of puppets. Some people are scared of clowns. I don't get it personally. Yeah, that's true. So here is the Rocket Fire Explosion synopsis. A cult fan favorite documentary that explores the rise and fall of Showbiz Pizza Place, its animatronic rock band, and the origins of Chuck E. Cheese. Nice. So it really is about Showbiz Pizza and every single Showbiz Pizza restaurant had this band in it. And it was like over 200 across the U.S. Tulsa, Oklahoma had a Showbiz Pizza place. So I got involved with this documentary. It was already in the midst of, you know, they were already working on it and nearly had it done. But I got involved because I was close to this rock band and I'm very nostalgic and I loved this concept. And then we kind of just really went to festivals and it gravitated towards fans. It became kind of a cult following. We would do a screening in like Los Angeles sold out because a lot of people remember this band. And if they didn't remember this band, they remember Chuck E. Cheese. And what happened was, you got to see the documentary. It's on Amazon Prime. But Showbiz Pizza is slowly replaced by Chuck E. Cheese because of a business dealing. And they decided to not buy this rock band, the Rockafire Explosion. That's the name of this band also the name of the documentary, to put them out of a job, put them on the streets, and put in the new Chuck E. Cheese characters. And the movie's about the inventor, Aaron Fector, and then about a young fan, Chris Thrash, who bought the last band that was in just a warehouse. Oh, and yeah, then he, And then they're like eight foot tall, and he put it all together, and he started programming these guys to like Usher songs, and it was going viral on YouTube. And that was a resurgence. Now, these guys in this story always has a resurgence, like a revival. So that was 2007, 8, 9, and then how here we are. You know, you wait 10 years or something, and something happens. One of the Adam Sandler movies had these characters in it. There was a video by MGMT that had these guys in it. So every few years, it's like, uh, uh, uh. So I don't know if it's ever going to be as big as it was, but they're not going away. And that's the beauty. And Jason, you know why this is popular now and I think will only become more popular? Because this is when animatronics were cute, were cuddly. If you look at animatronics today, and I mean actually today, We look at these police robots. There was a petition going around to limit the use of these new police dog robots. Have you seen these? Yeah, these things are not cute. They are not friendly. Not cuddly at all. Not not cuddly at all. Not going to sing you a song. This is where robots are today in the future versus where robots were in a happier, gentler time. Well, I thought we were onto something with like half AI, half human when RoboCop came out. I thought, that's it. That's the future. We're going that way. And, then, and there's nothing. We don't have anything like that. Still not cuddly, though, either way. And well, they're not cuddly, but, you know, really, you know, someone you can get behind. You can be proud of. Uphold the law. Protect uh, yeah, the other a hero. A hero, sure. a hero. A hero. So anyway, let's get into the movie. It is a horror mystery thriller. That's the genres. Again, came out today. And the director, who I hadn't really heard of, Emma Tammy. 
Did movies like Fair Chase, The Wind, The Left Right Game. Hadn't seen any of those, but this is a big step. This is a great movie, great platform made by Blumhouse. They seem to like anything they touch becomes a franchise. Sure. From The Purges, recently Megan, which we both enjoyed. I think they're making another Megan. I did like it. So if this thing's a hit, Five Nights at Freddy's could have a part two. We, we don't know. Yeah. The screenplay was written by also Emma Tammy, as well as Scott Cathan and Seth Cutterback. And they've had other credits. So this a really great opportunity. And I'm glad that Blumhouse, it seems like if they just want to green light a film, they can. And it looks the part. And the cast, I'm just going to mention a few because I was familiar. I didn't know anything about this movie. It's like, oh, I know him. I know her. I know that guy. So Josh Hutcherson plays Mike. He's in movies like The Kids Are All Right, The Hunger Game franchise. He's in a ton of The Hunger Games. And Jason, then, yep. Please. I should have brought my Hunger Games. Oh, Josh, you got Josh? Josh Hutcherson. I do. He's got a bow and arrow set that looks fun. I think it's a bow and arrow set. Or no, no, no. No, Katniss Everdeen has the bow and arrow. He has, I think, a spear. He has a very yeah. cool spear. I have at least two figures of Josh Hutcherson made by NECA. I just realized it. If I just squint, maybe I can see them behind you. He was also in The Disaster Artist, a movie that I loved, which was, you know, a play on the room. Tons of fun. And then, oh, yes, Mar- right. remember that? You're tearing me apart, Lisa. That's it. That's it. Yeah, James Franco does it as well as the original Tommy. So Mary Stuart Masterson's also in it. She plays Aunt Jane. I've always loved Mary Stuart. She was in Some Kind of Wonderful, Fried Green Tomatoes, Benny and June, and many others. And lastly, a guy that I discovered in a great horror movie, which also kind of rebooted horror movies at that time, was Matthew Lillard. And he plays Steve Raglan. And of course, the movie I was referring to was Scream. Scream kind of came out of nowhere and was like, it rebooted horror. Wes Craven was back on top. They made a lot of screams. But there was kind of a dry spell, I want to say like mid-90s, mid to late 90s. And that made it more mainstream. He's also an SLC punk, Scooby-Doo, The Descendants, many more. So those are just a few. There's a lot of kids in the movie too. And of course, there's the animatronics. And like Megan, is it like, is it really animatronics? No. Is it CG and someone's doing some of the other stuff? Probably. But I don't know much about this movie yet because we've only seen the trailer. Oh, I see, Jason. You're saying you don't believe that the production actually made actual Freddy's pizzeria don't animatronics? Don't know. Don't know. I mean, yeah. So we'll, we'll know more I, I don't as think it comes did. out. I'd be so surprised if they did. So since this is a episode about the trailer, Sal, let's play the trailer. I'm ready. You ready? It's pretty scary. Hi, this is Mike. I was just calling to see if that job that you offered was still available. Yes. The security guard. I will take anything. This place was huge in the 80s with the kids. They shut it down years ago. The owner's just not ready to let it go yet. I will work and you will sleep. I understand. Come here, All you have to do is keep your eyes on the monitor. Welcome to Freddy Fazbear's, where fantasy and fun come to life. We must be the new security guard. (sighs) 
In the 80s, kids went missing. The police searched Freddy's top to bottom. Hello? They never found them. That's why the place shut down. There are ghost children possessing giant robots. Thanks for the heads up. Technically, they're animatronics. What do they want? They want to make her like them. Buddy! Tell me how to stop me. <laughs> it's too late. Looks good, man. Yeah, I think it does look really good. And yeah, what I was saying before is that I wouldn't think I would like it, honestly. I'm not a gamer. No. I'm not a video gamer. Uh, when people said, oh, the video game is scary, I'm like, yeah, right, a video game is scary. Uh, but you know what? This looks really good. It does. The, I, well, I look the cast is good. The filmmaking looks great. It does remind me of something, though. Well, A, Rocket Fire Explosion. In the movie, we have montages that looked... I mean, listen, they've looked at Rocket Fire Explosion. There's no doubt. I'm not saying they stole anything, but... In the movie, we tell these, you know, we have retro shots of the commercials when they were publicizing at its height, the Showbiz Pizza place. They weren't yes. publicizing Rock Fire Explosion per se. They were part of Showbiz Pizza, Showbiz sure, sure. Pizza, you yeah. know, it's like where a kid can be a kid. And it was just like, dun, 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 dun. it was very much like this. I'm like, oh my God. But this does remind me of something. They're talking about ghost children. I went to a birthday party at Showbiz Pizza and I went with a friend. I never saw him again. So I wonder if he's a ghost child what? in the rocket fire explosion. Nah, I'm just kidding. That's but. hilarious. So yeah, well, so I, is that what's happening? These kids are getting funny. like sucked in at a birthday party and like- I mean, it's not funny that- back- No, it didn't really happen. It's that's not funny not that, that, that a kid is missing, but it's hilarious that it, that's how much this has, has touched Jason <laughs> yeah. Connell. But no, what I do think is, is really interesting is if we get a nice origin story. You know, I just saw exactly. recently- Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong. And they had a really great origin story about where Kong and Godzilla came from. I really liked it. I surprisingly yes, liked it. Yeah. So I hope they have a really great origin story about why, why these animatronic uh, creatures aren't just happily singing, but are indeed evil. Or just how they're built and who did it. I mean, that's in our story, the yeah. Rockefeller explosion, Aaron Fector was a, like a mad genius. He was inventing email before email. He was inventing these things that he easily could have taken them to Disney and said, hey, I've made these guys. I mean, they all had sure. names. They all had personality. They're not little. They're run on like air compressors. These things are big and expensive. And they had them in 200 plus stores. Wow. And they had characters like, I mean, look real fast before we switch over to Freddy's collectibles. But look at these guys. They had names like Big Bob Brokel, Looney Bird, Duke LaRue, Fats Geronimo is the guy playing the keyboard, Beach Bear, Mitzi Mozzarella, Roof DeWolf. Like they all had these personalities and they all had voices from people who worked at the company making these. So it was like a family. So I'd love to see just a hint of that in the movie that we're discussing, Five Nights at Freddy's. Origin, sure. And then what made him demonic, right? Like what, what flipped the switch? 
maybe it's just AI. I don't know. I don't know. But actually, they were bad initially because if kids were disappearing, becoming ghost children. And what is this five days reference? Because if they're disappearing, they've been gone for decades. What is the five days? How many days we're going to spend at Freddy's now? Is that the uh, five days of working as security guard? I guess I don't know the reference. Yeah, you'd have to go back to the video game because the video game is indeed called Five Nights at Freddy's. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't five know. Nights. Maybe once you start the video game, it's the first night, and then you know, stage two is the second Gotta night. Make it. We'd really yeah, have to talk it. to a, a gamer to to know more about yeah. that. Unfortunately for our listeners, neither myself nor Jason Connell are indeed gamers. Yet. I used to be. We're talking really? the original uh, Nintendo, Sega, sure. or before that, Commodore 64. Huge wow. gamer. But I outgrew sure. it. So let's pivot. I got a couple trivia things. Not that I know a lot about this. I'm excited. I want to see it. I hope our fans want to see it. But you, Sal Rodriguez, have some figures. And let's see and talk about those. Yes. A company called Funko, which a lot of people know from Funko Pops. Mm. Funko has become a huge toy maker, helped in part by, of course, Funko Pops. So they started diversifying, and they're making some really great stuff now, and I've seen them come along the last few years. So probably about five, six years ago, they released the Funko Five Nights at Freddy's figures. And I've got a few of them here. This is the original, and I say the original, the one that started it all, the original image of Freddy himself. And Freddy is indeed a bear, and there he has a microphhone. This is a fully articulated figure. Now, the thing about these figures, though- It looks great. You have to be careful- Is that a top hat? Yes, he's got a little top hat on. He's got a bow tie. Looking so very he comes cute. out like in Chuck E. Cheese and Showbiz Pizza and they perform. Yeah, right? and I think he looks nice and friendly. In fact, let me he go does. into the- Cuddly. This is their first, Cuddly okay, their first incarnation. And look, we have Bunny. Here's Bunny, plays uh, the guitar. So we have- Oh, yeah, see? There we have- See, they look really nice and cute, yeah. right, and fun. Yeah, yeah. And then we also have- And now Donnie Darko. Of, All of a sudden, it goes Donnie Darko. Exactly, yeah. So let me just go to the first characters. This is Chica- Chica, who plays along with Chica. with Freddy there and Bunny. Right, and then we right. have Foxy. Wait, is this the Ooh, evil part? Yeah, Foxy. No, no, I think this is. Now, Foxy, even though he's not evil, he has a hook. It comes hmm. like that. Interesting. So we have Foxy. So we have the four main characters, which are Freddy, Foxy, Bunny, and Chica there. Okay, but you're saying there's another happens, version, like a dark version. Okay, so then here's what happens. Here's what happens. So that's that was the first release and the first series of figures of Five Nights at Freddy's that, that Funko released. Now we get into the evil Freddy. All right. Yeah, uh, definitely scary. Not the evil cuddly. bunny. Ooh, that is Donnie Darko. Ooh, the creepy, evil man. Foxy. What a switch. Oh my god! And then the evil Chica, or Chica? Maybe it's Chica. Wow! It's a chick, some sort of chick. All by Funko, because they These look exactly the same. And then there was a variant. Oh! Uh, sometimes they have Walmart exclusives and alternative figures. This is a, a character named Baby. There was a Walmart exclusive. Is Baby in the band? I don't know if Baby is in the band. Baby, this character was from the video game called Sister Location, which was a secondary, I think, uh, offshoot. And then finally we have, I think, well, hang this on. was a build a Baby was very creepy, by the way. You just kind of did that very <laughs> quickly. Baby's the most creepy, and I don't even think it's in our movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if oh Baby's in the gosh. movie. gosh. Baby has her own franchise. <laughs> that's, uh, that's scary. Yeah, I think Five Nights at Freddy's spawned an offshoot called Sister Location. I think that Baby is the star of that. So when you purchase action figures, sometimes they have what's called a, well, it used to be called a -a Build-A-Figure, B-A-F, or Collect and Connect CNC, where you buy a figure, it comes with an arm, you buy another figure, it comes with a head, you buy another figure, it comes with a leg. And I believe that is the case here, where if you buy all the figures and the various pieces, you get to collect another evil bunny. 
Do the parts all fit together nicely? You know what, Jason? Now that you mentioned it, I think you probably could make some sort of Frankenstein figure from these. I think yeah. you could, because I, I think, think the limbs do kind of pop off fairly easily. Yeah. So I think you probably could make some sort of Frankenstein Freddy figure. So these are by Funko. They're the Five Nights at Freddy's collection. And believe me, there's a ton of them. You can go to Walmart and they even had like a special edition green Freddy for St. Patrick's Day. They had a red, white, and blue <laughs> Freddy for 4th of July. If you look at right now, if you look at GameStop, Oh yeah, you sent me a Christmas. link. I, ha- yeah. I sent you a link to GameStop. There's some Christmas Five Nights at Freddy's figures where our stars, such it. as Chica and Freddy, are dressed up in Christmas garb. So Funko has really gone a wow. long way with the Five Nights at Freddy's figures. And that's specifically the video game. So it's possible we're going to get some more to commemorate the motion picture. I love it, man. Well, I hope the movie's good. And I also wish and hope that Funko gets involved in the Rockefeller explosion business. Showbiz nice. Pizza Place. Now, I know Aaron Fector still owns the rights, so maybe it'll never come out. But man, if you had figures for something like that, that'd be awesome. These look great. Well done, Funko. Really, really super. So now, Sal, you're kind of reinvigorated with your own collection because this movie's coming out. It's got to be like, wow, this is very exciting for you. No, leave it to Jason Connell to have me get excited about my own things again because I have a very large collection of toys and you are asking me to, hey, get them involved in the podcast. Hey, I'm doing this movie. You got some figures. Let's let's bring it together. So you're making this happen. Yeah. I didn't even know you had figures when I asked you to be on this episode. So That's I true. love it. You, you just you ask did. Sal. You never know. Just to be clear, Jason did not just have me on this episode because of the figures. No. He didn't know I had the figures when he asked me to be on. Nor did yeah. he know that I had the t-shirt. That's not beneath me just to lure you in because of it. But I had no <laughs> idea in this case. So... Very good. Well, here is a little bit of trivia that I found about this movie that came out today. Unlike most studios using CGI for bringing creatures to life, Jim Henson's Creature Shop will be responsible for the creation of the Fazbear animatronics. So there you go, Sal. Wow. They're going more realism. That is So I I didn't want to hint at it too much because I was caught up and I'm remembering this trivia now, but I'm loving the Jim Henson's Creature Shop. I've been there in person. It used to be the Charlie Chaplin studio and then Henson took it over. I think it's over there off Cahuenga. I was doing music with uh, someone who worked on a few of my films. He was working there and I had to go by there and pick something up. I was like, oh my gosh, this is Jim Henson's Creature Shop. So very cool. And I love they're doing this. Now, Megan was kind of neat because they probably used, I don't even know, some CG for some effects, but a girl was Megan. That you know, too, yeah. There's a lot of combo, and that, that realism in that is really good and creepy, or as opposed to it's like unbelievable. So I love this. No, you know why, Jason? It's because CGI or CG to me should be another tool, not the only tool. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's to accompany. I think practical and make practical look more seamless, not the other way around. Yeah. When I'm watching Lethal Weapon and a car blows up, it looks real. But guess what? A car's blowing up, right? That's what's happening. It's not like fake car. No, it, there's just something you can't fake. And you see it in movies that just never went there. And so uh, I appreciate it. I love it. There's more at stake for sure, but it longer lasting. Now, this is the last trivia I have. When the trailer was released for not this movie and not Rock of Fire, Willie's Wonderland, starring Nicolas Cage, media sites and several fans of the Five Nights at Freddy game pointed out how the plot for Willie's is the exact same as Freddy's. 
people are attacked by possessed animatronic characters at a Chuck E. Cheese-type restaurant. And here is the poster for that movie. Sal, I never heard of Willy's Wonderland 2021. I'm under the impression maybe it was not greenlit then? No, it's already out. It's been released. Oh, what? Nicolas Cage. He does lots really? of movies. But you know what's so funny, Jason? I chuckled when you read this because... So Five Nights at Freddy's had issues with the Willy's Wonderland stealing what they believe is the premise for Five Nights at Freddy's, yet didn't Five Nights at Freddy's themselves steal the premise of an animatronic restaurant, yes? Yeah, and a tie-in to Chuck E. Cheese. Exactly. So, so yes, it's like, yeah. what? Ain't that the pot called the kettle black? I'm not going to show this trailer. That will be a different episode, but still something to look for. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's bad, but it's already on the market. So Willie's Wonderland. Wow. There you have it. Uncovering things on Very Let's cool. Talk Movies. I like it. Uh, uh, well, I gotta, we got to check that out now. Yeah. Yeah, we have to. Well, that's all I got, Sal. Anything else to add before we sign off? No, I look forward to seeing this movie and hopefully wearing my shirt. And you know what? Yeah. Well, you are <sighs> Jason, I will. I will only admit this to you. Because okay. you're a close friend. I will occasionally, if I'm going to be somewhere that has the existing theme, for example, if I go to a movie that has a character, I might take a figure to the movie, Oh, kind of sit there on the armrest. Okay. You know, so, yeah, I look forward to wearing this shirt and taking possibly, of course, Freddy, uh, evil Freddy, with me to the movie. Theme. Take that crazy baby. <laughs> I'll take baby too. Why not? She could go on a date with Freddy. How about that? There you go. There you go. So without further ado, please enjoy... Five Nights at Freddy's. So thank you so much for listening, and please be sure to subscribe to the Let's Talk Movies podcast and the Let's Talk Movies YouTube channel. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on any Let's Talk Movies social media platform. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting Just Curious Media. Dot com.